This episode of the Movie Jungle is brought to you by Solil, signature select uh, flavored sparkling water beverage. It's a real sponsor. It's not just what's on my desk. On with the show. Uh, meanwhile, back in the jungle. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Movie Jungle. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mike, the T. T. It's not your nickname, is it? I mean, it's close enough. It's good to be here, though. <laughs> yep, we got a good one lined up for you guys today. We're going to talk about some of the worst comic book movies uh, that have graced our eyeballs, or some of them probably have not graced your eyeballs, I imagine. Just, uh, we gotta... just at the absolute woats. <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, and leave yes. your pitchforks at home. If you're mad at us, we got these list lists from someone else. We did. Yeah, this is not our <laughs> list. We're just going to react to an existing list. Um, anyways, so we got that. You would never be we... so offensive. <laughs> right. No, we're <laughs> we're pretty gentle with our opinions typically around here. Um, anyways, uh, other than that, we've got a little a few bits of news for you guys. And if we have time at the end... You know, who knows what we're going to do with that. Just stay tuned. Um, <laughs> it's a mystery to us, too. We'll find out when we get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what? before we get into the news, though, I want to spring something on you. Um, what have you been watching? You're telling me you haven't been watching very many movies lately. And I'm just curious, what's been on your what's been in your eyeballs lately in general? Are you talking to me or is this directed towards the fans? <laughs> Oh no, you. Yeah, we'd have to wait and read their comments, so I'd, I wouldn't really be able to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. true, very true. Yeah. Um, well, let's see. I have. I've been playing a lot of Hitman Two. There you go. I picked that up for free on the old PlayStation. Big fan nice. of the Hitman series. I think we touched on Hitman in our video game movie series. We did, yeah, the video um, game movie episode. If you haven't listened to it, go back. It's a good one. Definitely do it. I think a properly done Hitman movie would be fantastic. Yeah, sounds like it. Um, so playing some Hitman 2? Playing some Hitman 2. I've taken a break on Dark Souls. My Ooh. biggest fans will know me as a big Dark Souls guy. Yep. Yep, play Dark Souls. Yep. Um, that's, but that's honestly... He says in person when you meet him. He's like... And I'm like, hey guys, this is my buddy Mike. Mike, this is... Before I can finish, he's shaking their hand going, play Dark Souls. Yeah. His eyes have glow. You, it's a little weird. Have you heard... The gospel of the Dark Souls. Have you have you heard? <laughs> <laughs> um, but honestly, actually, a lot of my free time has been taken by getting into Warhammer 40k, which is pretty nerdy. But most of my free time that would normally be dedicated to video games, TV shows, or movies has been taken up by putting together little gray plastic dudes. Yeah. The Brian and friends actually purchased for me. Very gracious of them. You earned them. Um, and I appreciate that. I've been, I've been done. Been I've been Brian and a few other friends Dungeons Master for a few years now, and so they. It's a great thing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's a, uh, it's dungeon. Like, he's been our D and D Dungeon Master running the show. He's invested a lot of his time and money into our group, and so we wanted to say thanks. So we got him this huge set of Warhammer 40k figures for huge so. set. Of yeah. little gray dudes. So yeah. last couple weeks, I've been putting those guys together, trying to get myself to commit um, to some choices when there. 
when you're building them and you're presumably singing a song to yourself while you're putting them together, is that song, I'm a dude, he's the dude, she's the dude, we're all dudes, hey. <laughs> no, but I'll probably think about that next time. Actually, I take that back. Uh, I have been watching a lot of Star Trek TNG while putting together my little Warhammer dudes. That is a great combination. I, I want to say I'm rewatching season four. <sighs> Star Trek makes me feel like such a sophisticated nerd. I'm like, that's right. I think about things. I think about issues in the world and dilemmas. I It's so good. I went pretty heavy on uh, the original series, TNG and Voyager. Yep. Uh Never, never. I tried to get into DS9, but I never did. But anyways, I went pretty heavy on those other ones. But it's been several years since I have. And I forgot how much I really enjoy them. Like, they do hold up. They genuinely hold up. Because they don't rely on the uh, the sci-fi effects as much. Yeah, like, they're no. in there. They're in there. And they're often. But they don't rely bad. on it. <laughs> like, they're often really bad effects. Yeah. But, like, not for their time. Like, for their time, they're they're always good, I'm pretty sure. But... Yeah, I uh, it's one of the best things about it, and it's like something that I've appreciated more and more as I've watched more sci-fi and slash gotten older. Um, it's just that it's yeah, it's not a, it's not about the CGI, it's not about the action, it's about the story and the people, and it does a really amazing job with that. Yeah, it's just so, about yeah. humanity. It's like the whole series, whether it's Voyager, TNG, it's a reflection of like us. Like it's pretty deep. It looks at our flaws our issues and you know how these kinds of things would present themselves in space but yeah it's like really incredible pretty pretty idealized version of the future i mean even you know mm -hmm. what 23 22 years since tng ended you still look back and think like you know what that's a pretty idealized vision of the future for the for for humanity it'd be nice to get to that point Totally. Um, actually, so the our our fearless leader, Captain Picard, um, actually, or no, it wasn't Captain Picard. It was it was Riker that said it in the episode. But he once he's a reason, a small reason why I don't eat meat anymore, because he once said, "We no longer enslave animals for food purposes." And I've it's I'm not going to get into it on this on the show. If you want to hear me talk more about being a vegetarian, listen to Silver Boys Brunch Squad. But um, hearing that and the way they talk about issues like racism or war or like like they talk about it as like these silly mistakes that people used to make, like how you and I would talk about, you know, pooping in a hole in the ground with no plumbing yeah. or or how we would talk about. They used to have public executions and, and like if the axe wasn't sharp, they'd have to swing nine times. Like that's insane. That's how Star Trek talks about our current problems. And like with that kind of uh attitude or whatever. It's very good. Yeah. Anyways, kinda <clears throat> Star 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 Wars or Star Trek tangent. But nice. uh always welcome. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of what I've been up to. Nice. Nice, nice. I've been watching some movies. Uh, last night, I watched The Black Knight with Martin Lawrence. Yes. Uh, it was Wow, so it's great. been a minute since I've seen that. It's so great. It was so good, dude. It's on HBO right now if you guys want to play along. Uh, but I, what, uh, was, what was that movie, that Disney movie or whatever, with that kid that goes back in time on the roller skates? Yo, a kid in King Arthur's Court? Yep. It's basically like that, but with Martin yep. Lawrence. <laughs> right, but with Martin Lawrence. <laughs> That's a great movie. Good God. It Man, really was. I wish 
the first five minutes got me off to a slow start. I was like, oh, is this what that's what this is, huh? And then it got it got way better way quick. Had you never seen it before? No, I totally had seen it. And I just like didn't oh. remember because it had been for it'd been such a long time. So um, but it's so so good. I love I love him. I love that movie. Um Wow. Yeah, so I, I watched that one last night. Um the other last night. In the past. I know. I got another old school one. I've been watching older movies lately. I watched for the first time in my life Point Break. Yes, we were talking about that the other day. Yeah, I had never seen that before. Dude, it's so and good. I watch it and uh Fast and the Furious, Point Break would like a word. <laughs> because it's a straight the first hour and 15 minutes of Point Break is just Fast and the Furious and if you want to split hairs they kind of end differently, but for the most part, Fast and the Furious is a straight rip off of Point Break. I did not realize that. I'm sure other people this is not news. But uh, just yeah, fully straight ripoff of, of yeah. Point Break. But it oh, was I can totally see that. Me. I don't think I'd realize that the first time. Well, because I'd seen Point Break like way back in the day, and then I remember Fast and yeah. Furious. I had never made that connection. That's and now I'm thinking about both movies, and it totally at 100 is. Yeah, it's like I bet start, I bet there's scenes that are practically start. identical. There are. It's crazy. Uh, but Point Break's incredible. It's so good um the drama is really good in it and like the it builds conflict really well and then uh the solutions are are i want to go back and rewatch that i fucking love point break dude it's it was great i think it also was hbo one um patrick swayze so good in that movie he was great in that movie he did a really good job of being just like kind of a likable a likable dude um i almost i didn't even want to say bad guy because even even though, like, he's like, what do you call it? like an antihero or something like that? Kind of, yeah. Like, he ends up getting people killed at certain points, but you know, the reason they're doing what they're—I don't—I don't want to spoil it. Should I worry about spoiling Point Break? I feel like I shouldn't. It's a thirty-year-old movie. <laughs> I know, but to, since I just watched it, I'm like, these secrets are special. Protect them. But I'm—I'm I'm probably in the minority. But um, like, he did get people killed and stuff. But the reason they're robbing banks is just to freaking live their life like they're only they're not even taking a ton of money they're just taking what's in the register so they can just live their life and just do what they want and not have to have lame jobs and be cogs in the machine or whatever but um dope movie very very good yeah Yeah. i love keanu reeves character name in that movie johnny utah what a name best (laughs) character name in history (laughs) By the way, I didn't realize that's the second that that was the first time he played a quarterback, and then he plays a quarterback again in the replacements. Yeah, and it's such a yeah, it's such a it's such a quarterback name. They should have just made the replacements also Johnny Utah. What's the harm? Granted, Shane Falco is an incredible name too, but like if that would have just been a low key spinoff where nothing else is the same except for this is what happened next to Johnny Utah, I don't think I'd be mad about it. Yeah. Apparently, I'm just reading some production notes on the Wikipedia page. Um, apparently, they were trying to make the movie back in 86. And at various times, uh, Matthew Broderick, Johnny Depp, Val Kilmer, and Charlie Sheen were all being considered to play Johnny Utah. Wow. That list I feel like I, Keanu, I Reeves, feel like Keanu, Reeves, Keanu Reeves and Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I feel like Depp or Sheen could have pulled it off, but not Broderick or Kilmer. 
But Keanu oh. Reeves, obviously the best choice. Broderick, no way. Val Kilmer, I think, could have actually. Um, yeah, I think Kilmer could have pulled off Bodie. He definitely more, could have pulled off. Bodie. He's more of like just like a cool cat. Just yeah. like I feel, I feel like I wouldn't. I would be uncomfortable standing next to '80s and '90s Val Kilmer because he just seems so cool. Like, really, like too cool for sure. Like, so cool. Like, it's like easy, buddy. <laughs> like, Val, like Iceman Val Kilmer is probably like the coolest dude I've ever seen on TV. Or just in movies. insane. Like, just, just so cool. Yeah, you're just like, whoa, people can be like this. People can. <laughs> people can be like this. Um. Yeah, so that's what I've been watching. Uh, did I tell you before I've been watching the American Pie movies again? No. Did we talk about that last time. <laughs> I get. Please I get tell the, me you're watching like some of the direct-to-video ones that came out in like the I watched all those late in college. I watched every one of those in college. I was like, American Pie, boobies, maybe. Okay. <laughs> like I was just, I was like, all right, I'll, this is aimed right at me. I'm not gonna fight it. But um, no, I went back and watched the original American Pie and American Pie 2. And um, I think I'm going to make a slightly controversial statement here. They don't hold up great. Like they're like they fall in this weird limbo between feeling like you're watching like a classic great comedy and feeling like you're watching that something that maybe it didn't need to become a classic in our minds. It's kind of weird, to be honest. Hmm. The second one... I don't know. I don't know. The stuff with the the band girl is all still really good, but I think what I think what does it in for me is the Chris Klein stuff. Like all of his stuff is so brutal in both yeah. movies. Like he just, it's just that character, that combination character performance is just not good. <clears throat> but anyways, yeah, I watch movies a lot, and then I started a guilty pleasure movie that I didn't finish. But I'm going to probably start it over because I got distracted like at the beginning of it and had to do something else. But Josie and the Pussycats is something I'm going to watch soon. Do you remember that? Yeah, I never saw it, though. It's great. It's just like it's a satire. I mean, it's a, it's based on the comic book or whatever from Archie. But it's like just satirizes um, uh, consumerism and retail world like so much capitalism. It just does a good job of satirizing capitalism and oh, nice. yeah, yeah. On its surface, it's like a lot of silly dumb jokes, but the yeah, there's a lot there. I like it, but good performances too from some cool actresses. Also, might watch the Flintstones again soon. The live action Flintstones, the first one, it's so good. <laughs> first one's great. Yeah, this might be. This might be a little adult, but watching that movie as a kid with... Uh, Are you talking about Halle Berry? Halle Berry. Oh, a, my word. I became a man that day. Look, I don't know if we're going to do a Best Butts episode. If we do, I'm pretty sure we're not going to do a Best Boobs episode. But I'm going to stop talking. She looked great <laughs> in that movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it's just a really funny movie. Yeah. It is. It's a really good one. Knowing myself, though, I'll probably go back and watch it and then be like, the second one's also on HBO. I'll probably go back and watch the second one, even though it's a, like a not very good prequel from what I remember. But anyways, 
yeah, I'm always always looking for movies to watch. I have a problem. But I made a podcast about it, so it's there all go. good. Now my problem is is homework. Yeah. Yeah. Um anyways, uh so with that out of the way, thank gosh the people now know what we've been up to. Um let's get into some news. What do you think? Let's do it. Brian still hasn't made a new segment song, but this is the news that works. now. Um, all right, so uh, I got two things, uh, but I have a third that just popped up. We're going to start with the first one. Cal Penn still wants to make Harold and Kumar 4 set in outer space. How do you feel about that, Mike? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm in. Whatever. <laughs> it's, it's Harold and Kumar. You do whatever you want. <laughs> um, uh, continuing with the space theme, this is the one that just popped up. It's not like official story that I planned on talking about. But right below it, it says Tom Cruise is officially going to space. The twenty to twenty three or twenty twenty to twenty twenty three International Space Station manifest shows that Tom Cruise is officially headed into space to film his new action adventure movie. Wait, no, he's not. Yeah, he's going to Tom Cruise is literally going to space to make a movie. <laughs> Where in space? The International Space Station. He's going to the International Space Station. It's on the manifest. It's official. Are they Are they going to send like a cameraman with them or he's going to go up there like a GoPro or something? Hopefully a cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> Although I would argue that the folks on the International Space Station are probably smart enough to film him. Like you give them a month long course, something. Here's how you operate this camera. They're gonna be like, "This is easy." <laughs> wow. Yeah. So Tommy, Tommy's going to space. That is so cool. Yeah. Very very cool. Um, I'm wondering if there's more details. Wasn't that just? Wasn't that just gushing about Tom Cruise's stunt abilities a few episodes ago? How he'll just yep. do anything for a stunt. Yep. Even jump out of airplanes without parachutes or something. Yep. <laughs> well, now he's going to space. Dude, this guy's such a big weirdo, but man, the ball's on that guy. Presumably not that big. He's pretty short, but he's a very brave guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, anyways, so that's my first chunk, two news stories. Com- little combo news for you. Yeah. Wow. That's some pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you think so. he's gonna do you think do you think the you think the two are related? What are Harold and Kumar four in space oh. and Tom Cruise <laughs> going to space? I'm like, what are you're like the two things you just said? Um like what gosh, if, what if Tom Cruise is gonna he's be pretending. in Harold and Kumar four, but it's just he just the <laughs> only way he agreed to be in that movie is if they shot his bit in actual space. <laughs> Honestly, I wonder, I could see, like, why would you not, if you're already going to space to shoot this crazy action movie, and Harold and Kumar are going to make a space movie, and they reach out to you and be like, look, we know you're already going to be there. Can you do this, like, cameo scene for us? Like, why not? (laughs) Like, film something totally different, like, a different character for the Harold and Kumar. Like, film two movies while you're up there is what I'm saying. Dude, you got to imagine that that's going to... I, that's why I have a tough time believing that it's real because it costs like fifty million dollars 
Well, he's going hundred million dollars to just ten. Right, but it costs like however many hundreds of thousands of dollars per kilogram to send something into space. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, I got it. I got him. You got to imagine, like, well, I mean, it's still going to be like a fifty million dollar ride, probably, to send them to space. They got to be. They're betting hard that this movie is good. <laughs> Watch it not be. Watch it's just something that everyone's like, man. Like, I literally went to space for this. I don't know. Um, Watching yeah. this space clip's going to be like forty-five seconds long, and people are just going to rip it off YouTube. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It's like when Conor McGregor has a fight coming up. Don't buy their paint for their pay-per-view because you can watch the whole thing on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> the whole fight. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Funny. Yeah. You got any news for us? Um, let's see. A couple weeks ago, I reported that the Batman had paused production uh, due to Robert Pattinson. Due to his weakness. Due to his COVID positive yeah, his- test embarrassing immune system um but Sorry, good news funny joke people are actually dying <laughs> from this <laughs> good news production is picked back up slated Woo. to return um as soon as coronavirus pandemic is over probably the early 2030s excellent <laughs> perfect that's good timing that'll be great mm-hmm. uh coming be, just coming right to a That'll be the day before he looks different to us. That he yeah. looks like he aged. I think he can hold on to his face for that long and then bury mm-hmm. that movie out. Coming coming uh, in the early 2030s to a Mad Max wasteland near you. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, so if you see an iPod on the ground and you have a way to charge it, you know, pick it up. Charge it. Maybe the movie will be on there. <laughs> um, very cool. I... Uh, I wonder if he's, so does that mean like, am I to assume he's like fully recovered and healthy or did they just decide to give everyone COVID together? I don't know. I didn't read the news article. I just gave you the headline. Well, I'm going to assume it's the first one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Uh, right on. Uh, the, the next piece of news isn't really like news per se, but the trailer for WandaVision released and um. I was like, Mike, you want to watch it before we go live? And he's like, no, just you you describe it to me and then I'll tell you what I think of it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it it basically so there's a WandaVision series and there's like this voiceover and the vibes are like leave it to Beaver, black and white, four by three, you know, picture with them in like this like perfect 50s house whatever like nuclear family vibes all over the place and um but there's like this suggestion that this is like some sort of strange afterlife or something but then there's these like glitches and clips of like what looks like what we know their real lives to look like it's very confusing i have no idea what this is going to be was that it no i mean there is a long enough trailer um, I can't remember everything they said. They just show like a lot of clips of different styles of of them in different costumes. Like there's one where they're wearing their own costumes, basically as Halloween costumes. So like Paul Bettany wearing a Vision costume, like a bad one, and like her wearing a, <laughs> like a bad Scarlet Witch costume. And like there's all these like different. It shows them throughout different kind of time periods and like. But then there's these like glitches that seem to show you what's actually going on. Maybe, but how could it be? Because 
is Vision dead? I thought he was dead, but he was he ever alive? I don't know. It's very confusing, but I don't think it looks cool for the story. I don't really care what the story is at this point. I'm sure it'll be cool because, from what I understand, it's based largely on the Vision comic, which apparently was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I don't really know what's going to be truly about, but the the clips and episodes look like going to be very interesting. So it's, it's nice. very very. Uh, I've never really seen anything like it, to be honest. That sounds cool. And it's and it's a it is a it's a series though, right? Not a movie. Yeah, it's a series on Disney Plus. I think their Marvel series are gonna be like six episodes long or something in that ballpark. So they're gonna be shorter series, but yeah. Mm. You wanna know something really embarrassing? What? So I just realized this while you were explaining the 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 trailer to me. But like in the past, I'm like I heard about oh, they're gonna make WandaVision. I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. WandaVision, that sounds like an interesting name. I don't know what that's about. I literally just put it together that WandaVision is about Wanda <laughs> and Vision. <laughs> You're I'm like, so oh, great. I'm, had, I'm happy Wanda Sykes is getting work. That'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's I don't know what was going through my head. It was like, I mean, this sounds like a cool, cool, cool show yeah. title. <laughs> Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis jumping in on that that fish called Wanda spinoff. <laughs> WandaVision. It's from the fish's perspective now. <laughs> That's so funny. But yeah, it looks crazy. If you guys haven't seen it, check it out. It sounds really cool. But uh, it looks insane. It looks very good, though. Very unique. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. weird to see Paul Bettany like just as himself in like Leave it to Beaver set with That's Scarlet awesome. Witch. Like just sitting there, like, what is this? I'm a big Paul Bettany fan too, so it's gonna be cool to get him to see him like stretch out his chops a bit because he's totally. sort of been just the nature. It's not his fault or the movie maker's fault. It's just sort of the nature of his character as Vision. Um, yeah. That he's he's just his character's pretty limited, so we haven't really been able to see him be be much. Yeah. Um, so it'll be cool. It'll be it'll be cool to see his character expanded. I agree. I agree. I think one of the I'm not going to get crazy with it. I'm just going to say confidently 50 best movies ever made. Um, A Knight's Tale. He was one of the best parts about that movie. That movie's incredible. Oh, and Paul Bettany was amazing in that movie. I love Paul Bettany. So yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. Sometimes I can't bring myself to rewatch that movie. It just breaks my heart every time. I know. I know. It's just ugh. it's brutal. Um, I don't know what it is about that movie. Like That movie hurts me more than, say, like... Uh, Joker? Uh, no, not the um. Shoot, what was the second Batman movie? Dark Knight. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just because of how, like just how fun and enjoyable that movie is. It just it's a lot well, happier yeah. movie than Dark Knight is for sure. It's him. It's him being all full of life and having fun and like, you know, being his awesome self. And then also kind of the same for me with Ten Things I Hate About You. That one's a little tough. A little totally. bit of a tough watch. I can still get through it. I love that movie, but um. Yeah. yeah, you can't help but be sad, even as good as those movies are. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm with you though. Paul Bettany stretching his his acting chops out a little bit. Uh, that's gonna be, it's gonna be good. It's gonna it be is. good. It's such a crazy because you take her, she can like manipulate reality. That's Dude, like one of her powers. She's got. She's like, low key like one of the strongest yeah. in the Marvel universe and like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They just haven't like dived into it yet. Totally. And then so she's like manipulating reality. He's a computer, basically. 
with a with a freaking stone in his head maybe depending on when we're talking about him but like either way the question of what reality is is gonna be just insane in this show yeah but but yeah i'm sure it'll be good i'm sure it'll be I'm sure it'll be fun yeah so. yep yep um well anything else or should we move on to the the main main show here uh, I do got one more. I don't want to say so much that it's news. I mean, it's news to me, but it's such tremendous news that I need to share this with everybody. Please. Um, I just discovered that this movie exists in pre-production. Okay. One of the new Nicolas Cage movies. Oh, this. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I love... Like, Nick Cage is one of those actors that are... He used to be in some, like, legitimately fantastic movies, and now he's kind of... He doesn't really do a lot of good stuff, but it, you, you still kind of love him. Totally. Almost for it. Yep. Well, he's making a movie called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. <laughs> yep. Coming to you sometime next year or after the apocalypse is over. 2030. And the movie is about Nicolas Cage playing a cast strapped Nicolas Cage who agrees to make a paid appearance at a billionaire super fans birthday party. But he's really an informant for the CIA since the billionaire fan is really a drug kingpin and he gets cast in a Tarantino movie. <laughs> like, what is this movie even about? Like, I have to watch this. I'm so pumped up for this movie. I want to see Nicolas Cage playing a ridiculous Nicolas Cage. <laughs> this is the greatest thing I've ever heard of in my life. I'm so, so excited for this movie. Before we started recording, Mike told me, like, just brief. All he said was Nicolas Cage is making a movie about or as Nicolas Cage or something. And I was like, he started to read me more. And I was like, no, I'll say it for the podcast. My God, that sounds incredible. I'm so right? on board for this. Aren't you so pumped up for that? Dude, it's so good. You know what's funny is like I feel like his movies always have to stroke his ego or he won't do it, and so I was like waiting for the part about like okay how is it going to make him look like a badass, and then you were like but he's actually a CIA operative, and I was like there it is. <laughs> do you want do do you, do you want to know who's been cast as his billionaire super friend or super I fan? Love, I would love to. The Mandalorian, Pedro Pascal. <laughs> what? Pedro Pascal? Yes, dude. He's the ultimate like billionaire drug lord. He probably is in real life. That's like, is that even acting? Neither one of these guys is acting. This is a documentary about <laughs> Nick Cage and Pedro Pascal. Oh, that's so perfect, dude. That's such good casting. That's awesome. I love Pedro Pascal. Uh, so far, also, Sharon Horgan, who I'm not super familiar with. I believe she's done some voice acting and some other smaller roles. But uh, also Tiffany Haddish has also nice. been attached to it. Nice. I like Tiffany Haddish. I think Tiffany Haddish is um, more polarizing. I think some people aren't into her, find her annoying, but I'm a fan. I can't say I've seen many things that she's been attached to. Cool. Anyways, that's what I got. I thought that was hilarious, and I wanted to share it. Everybody that's should fantastic. have that movie on their radar. Yep. Does it have a title? Uh, yeah. I I told you what it was. What was it? It was um the unbearable weight of massive talent. That's right. <laughs> it's like, what a dumb name. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's fantastic. All I'm right. So pumped. Speaking of massive talent, not everyone involved in creating the following films displayed uh massive levels of talent while making them because this next list 
is uh, the the twenty worst superhero movies ever. Uh, it's a it's an article that that we found on Goliath.com. So thanks for thank you to Nick Steinberg for writing this article. Uh, thanks thanks for the content, you. Nick. Yeah, thanks for the content. We're gonna react. <laughs> we're gonna go through briefly talk about these movies, give our opinions. Maybe some of this will offend us, and we'll be like, "This is BS. This movie's good." Or maybe I don't know. We'll see. And just remember. If you get offended by what's on this list, we probably disagree with you, but don't get mad at us because we didn't make the list. Right. And whatever we say is final. Because <laughs> you don't have a podcast. Because you don't. Oh, <laughs> okay. So, what are you doing on your Monday nights? Yeah. What are you relaxing? Well, we're stressing trying to figure out what to talk about. No. Um, all right. So, the first one on the list, it's going from 20 to 1. So, this is the this is in order of the best of the bad. So the best of the bad, number 20 on the list, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. My initial reaction is how are there 19 movies, comic book movies specifically, that are worse than this? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great reaction. I did I see this movie? No, I did see this movie. I haven't seen <laughs> Justice League. This movie that's was pretty bad. Such, that's going to be such a calling card for the, like, such a sign that they're bad <laughs> is when neither one of us can remember if we've seen it or not. This was the one where Batman and Superman are, like, yelling Martha at each other, right? They have that scene yeah. where they're just, like, yelling each other's mom's names. Yep, that's all the movie is, really. And then and then uh, Jesse Eisenberg plays a pee joke on somebody. Oh, that's right. This was the one with Eisenberg. And I love Eisenberg, but can is is there a worst, worst choice for Lex Luthor? Actually, I will push back on that, oddly enough. Of of all the things about this movie to hate, I thought he was a fine choice as Lex Luthor, and I don't really mind his performance even. I just think that what he was given to do and say, like the whole grandma's peach tea pee thing was so dumb. And then like, like the script was bad, so that sucks. But I think that that portrayal of just like a neurotic younger you know out of grip with reality kind of like tech billionaire could have been a pretty good version of Lex Luthor. I think it had even given some better direction. Yeah. And, and some better uh, the, the, the movie didn't with. do him any favors, so maybe maybe it could have been better. Yeah. But I I, I I just got to be honest, I wasn't I wasn't a big fan. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, though, this came on the heels of i mean we got man of steel which we don't see lex luther in at all and then the last time we saw lex luther it was being he was being played by um oh spacey yeah the the canceled kevin spacey he was he was like that wasn't a great movie either but i liked kevin spacey's lex luther that movie was about shady land deals it was like a, it was like a, which real, is such like which a real is estate like, film, which is such like old school Lex Luthor too. I know it's such that's so that just that just screamed like 60s, 70s Lex Luthor to me. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Anyway, like, like that's something the Lex Luthor from the Christopher Reeves Bat- Superman movies would do: just yeah. sink half the country and grow his own. <laughs> no, it's grow his own. <laughs> which is like, <laughs> is that going to be on this list? But I mean, think like that was, um, and also he also came off almost like a silly Bond villain in that movie, like not silly as in dumb silly, I guess, but Bond villain ish. Totally, because like, like what what have we seen 
like what were the Pierce Broaden Bond villains? There was a guy who just was going to point a fucking space laser at people. Yeah, that was the best one. That's probably <laughs> that's like one of my die another day. Yeah, Augustus Graves. That's that guy's name. <laughs> I can't believe you remember. I remember. It's another, it's another Halle Berry classic. <laughs> it is, it is <laughs> Halle Berry's two for two in this episode. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, that, he just came. That, he came off kind of Bond villainish, but I did like it. I did like his portrayal, at least in an otherwise forgettable movie. That might be my favorite Bond villain, Augustus Graves. He's just there's some so good ones over the top and wonderful. I can't wait till we get to some Bond episodes. Um, yeah that'll be fun uh we should do some we should do some soon though because we've got a new bond coming the end of the year right we should i can't even say i can't remember if i watched the last one yeah we'll have to go through i think we should go through the uh what's his name daniel craig versions and sure. pre- preparation for the new daniel craig one uh anyways so yeah uh batman v superman um i've, I've heard it called dong of justin <laughs> just like instead of, instead of dawn of justice and i don't remember where or why i heard that joke but every time i see batman v superman dawn of justice i think batman v superman dong of justin so anyways um it's real bad and i'm glad it's on the list <laughs> um i will say though wonder woman's cool in it for like a second and her powers are cool and her music is cool uh doomsday was an absolute travesty well, like I will, he, I will, I will say that I'm looking forward to watching the Snyder cut of Justice League. But if the Snyder cut of Justice League is anything like Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice, like, yeah, it's not going to be good. No, not all. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, that's number twenty on the list. Uh, congrats, guys! Good, you made it. Number nineteen. <clears throat> Ooh, you want to take this one? It looks like I bet you people thought this was going to be higher on the list. Yeah, probably. It had some funny moments. Um, coming at you from 2011, Ryan Reynolds, Green Lantern. There you go. I definitely do not blame it for being on this list. I don't blame. Yeah. I don't blame Goliath for putting this on the list. It was not good. Yeah, I'm a pretty good like movie apologist. Like, it do- it doesn't take a lot for me to just like to not think your movie sucks. Like, and um, I'm fine with it being here too. I think I have a yeah. similar reaction. Like I'm a little surprised they found 18 what, comic book movies that are worse than this one, but for real, this one is, was pretty unforgettable. I thought it had some cool moments because this was yeah. when it seemed like CGI was like starting to take over movies and people hadn't decided how much CGI is too much CGI. And so they decided to make most of this movie CGI. Yeah. We were very, uh, very unaware of how to balance that out at the time. Um, but I think this like there's a little blurb in here f- from the critic that wrote the article that says noisy, overproduced, and thinly written. And I think that's actually that's 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 great. It is perfect. way overproduced. Yeah. So um, yeah, this movie I think it did have a lot of cool stuff in it. I will agree. I think that Ryan Reynolds' performance was great, like all of his performances. And I think that um, it wasn't really the actors in this movie that were the problem. I think the villain was weird and bad everything was just like a cgi Wasn't villain like that big brain cloud. guy well it's like that the villain was a cloud and then and then the cloud infected the brain guy and then he was just like a grumpy nerd with a bubbly giant head yeah and it was just odd and bad and i don't know it was a very forgettable he wasn't like a very relatable character in the beginning of the movie he was and then he very quickly became not relatable 
I don't know. And then um, what's the what's the dude? What's Sinestro's actual name? I have no idea. Maybe it's just Sinestro, and I'm being an idiot right now. Um, but I didn't really buy his heel turn at the end in the post credits either. But um, I don't know. It was yeah. It, it, Ryan Reynolds, good job being funny again. Um, Blake Lively was in it. That's cool. Um, pretty, pretty decent like montage, like training montage on that planet. Even though it was a lot of CGI, I thought that was cool. But otherwise, not, not, not a good one. Not a good film. I hope. I hope. Um, are they are they rebooting Green Lantern? I think he could do a good. Yeah, reboot. they are. I bet you the uh-huh. next one will pro- they'll probably go John Stewart for the next one. I've had to guess just to distance themselves from Hal Jordan a little bit because it's only been nine years. But who knows? Sure. Um. Yeah. Anything else right. to add? Next one. Nope. All right. Uh, next up, eighteen on the list. Uh, Ghost Rider. Okay. So back to Nicolas Cage. Ghost Rider is not worse than Green Lantern and Batman v Superman. I 100% agree. I don't even know this movie <laughs> should be on this list. I don't, even if it is on this list, the other two movies have, that have come before it should be under it. I 100% agree. <laughs> I mean, I can tell you right off the top of my head, and I haven't we haven't peeked through this list, so we don't really know what's coming, but there's a couple X-Men movies that would like a word if they're not on this list. They, I, all three, all three X Men movies better be on this list. Wait, all three, which ones? Like the three, the three first ones. Oh, the original? No, 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 no. Yeah. No, no. Those yeah. Are, those are classic, Mike. Look, we'll get to it. it I, I know a couple of them will be on here. The third one think, might not think, be. I don't think any of the first three will. I think the fifth, sixth, and seventh certainly might. Or no, the sixth and seventh, especially Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix. And the third of the original ones, X Men, X Three, United. We'll see. We stand Start taking bets. It's called. Um, anyways, send a, send a send a text message to the hotline. Tell us what you think. Do it. <laughs> just you'll find the if number. you're somehow listening to this live. <laughs> it's just out there. Uh, yeah, if you can hear us, you can just call me. I'll answer. Um, so Ghost Rider, yeah, Ghost. I Rider like this movie. Pretty good. I liked Ghost Rider. It was fun. It was enjoyable. It was, uh, what, 2007? So this was coming out around, like, when the X-Men movies were coming out. This was, what? This is, what, a year and a half? A year and a half before Iron Man came out. Yeah, which does does hurt this list a lot. Because you got to remember this whole time, Iron Man, one of the best comic book movies ever made, came out in 2008. So we're talking about this came out barely before Iron Man. Green Lantern came out three years after Iron Man, so really no excuse for them. And then same can be said for Don of Dong of Justin, but um, Ghost Rider. But I did. I I enjoyed. Like bad. I thought the 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 special effects were good enough. Yep. Um, I loved the scene with uh, God, the old guy. Oh, he's the best. He's uh, the best who plays voice. Who plays the the Ghost Rider on the on the, the cowboy Ghost Rider? Yeah. Man, that's such a cool scene. So cool. Like, even if this movie should be on this list, it's not here. Or no. at least even if it is here, the other movie should be under it. I'm just gonna this say was, it shouldn't be on this list. I'm comfortable saying that. Yeah, I can get down with that. This was a this was a fun movie. I'd rewatch this. Yeah. Yeah, this one's not bad. Um yeah, that's a good movie. I mean, I don't know, maybe it's hurt by Nick Cage because he's just it's just Nick Cage. <laughs> 
it is, but I don't I mean, know. Kind of like a human meme a little bit, which doesn't. He is, I don't. He wasn't quite a meme in 2007, though. Maybe this no, is like. Maybe he's looking back. Maybe maybe this like Goliath it. guy is looking at this movie from 2020 vision. Yeah. Um, because he's a bit memeier now, but he was not in 2007. No, no, he wasn't. He was an over actor still, but that was kind of. Yeah, well, I mean, he was still Nick Cage. Oh yeah, but uh, <laughs> um, this one has a really great little cameo from um. Oh, what's her name? I'm normally pretty good at this part. Uh, Fat Amy from Pitch Perfect. Why can't you think of her name right now? Rebel Wilson. So Rebel Wilson. Oh no shit. Has a nice little cameo on this. Like she's one of the people that gets interviewed after a first appearance of Ghost Rider, and her description of like the flames in his skull and stuff. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. So um, that is sneaky, yeah. Sneaky early Rebel Wilson in this. Super story. sneaky. I can't believe I kind of remember that bit. Yeah uh anyways yeah we disagree disagree sir wait who wrote this again nick so we gotta be mad at nick if we get mad nick you're wrong uh next well one more thing is i think it's really cool that nick cage was involved in a marvel movie and it would it would i would hate to see him never be involved in another one because he is such he is such a big comic book nerd yeah i mean he takes his stage name from luke cage power man because his last name's not Cage, and he named his son after Superman. Yeah. He named his son Kal-El. So I think it's so cool that he got to be involved in a Marvel movie, and I really hope someday he gets to be involved again. Yeah, I'm with you. Even if, it's, really cool. even if it's not a uh, Ghost Rider movie. Like, I don't care what it is. It'd be, just, just, it'd be just It'd be cool for me, cool f- to watch. It'd be cool for him to be in another oh, yeah. Marvel and movie. And for other comic book fans, because he's, he's one of you. Yeah. So... Yeah, that would be cool. Um, yep, agree. <clears throat> All right, so here's one that you probably expected to be on the list. Should be lower. Oh, you really don't like this one, huh? It's so not good. There's, I don't care what's underneath this. I bet half of them should be above it. 2016, Suicide Squad. Uh, this should be in like the bottom five, not the top five. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like going to argue a lot for this movie. <laughs> so I, I would say like I can sit through this. I don't, I don't, I can't lie to you guys. I don't know if I can sit through it anymore. I could. I sat through it a few times. They tricked me. Like Will Smith and Margot Robbie tricked me the first couple of times. But here's, here's, here's where the movie falls apart for me. The Okay, there's three things, three main problems that stick out. There's a lot of problems with this movie. We don't have time. But I think that um, the alligator man's costume makeup looks horrible and looks, he doesn't have like an alligator esque snout at all. He just is a human man with bad skin. And then I don't like that, but that's a minor issue. The other more major issues are the boring laser in the sky apocalyptic end of the movie scene is just so cliche when this was made we had already gotten 20 movies where the bad guys were shooting a laser into the sky to end the world and they went down that road again and um so that was like the the villain the big bad final battle was lame but the biggest thing about this movie that i think is horrible is how they talk about having a team of criminals to fight in case somebody dies (laughs) <laughs> they don't want to waste like U.S. soldiers that are like good people. 
they want to send these criminals on the mission because they're expendable. And when they send them on their final mission, they send them with about 75 soldiers who presumably are not criminals. (laughs) It's like they undermine the point of the entire film. (laughs) It's crazy. That's funny. I didn't think about that. Yep. I uh, I thought I that do, the writing like Jai Courtney's great in it though. I like Jai Courtney and I like Margot Robbie and I like Will Smith. But yeah. I thought the the writing in this movie was so lazy. Like every every single character yeah in some way got a little like intro bit that made the movie longer than it needed to be. Yeah. Um but every every character got an intro bit even if it was like really long. Some of them are a lot shorter, but there's this one character and I can't remember her name who they, they, they like forgot about. I, I, I think I know what you're talking about. They, they, was it the gal with the samurai swords or some shit? Yeah. I was going to bring this up. It was Katana. I can't remember. Katana. Katana. And they, yeah. they, they, they gave everybody this it. intro and then all of a sudden they're all getting on the plane and they're like, Oh yeah, there's this person. She'll, yeah take a man's soul with her sword or some shit. And you're like, the fuck does that even mean? We don't even know who this is. I was, everybody else gets a 10 minute intro and she gets like six words. I was just, I was going to ask you, I was going to be like, Hey Mike, did you know Katana's sword could trap the blades of the souls of her victims in the sword? Did you know that? And you were going to be like, yeah. And I was gonna be like, you know how I know Rick flag told me on an airplane. (laughs) (laughs) This is Katana. Don't mess with her. Her sword will trap your soul. <laughs> okay. Who is the guy? Who is the guy whose specialty was like jumping, and then he gets shot while jumping? Oh, he got well, blown up immediately. He gets shot. They blew his head off. They blew up the bomb they implanted in his neck. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. Because he decided was, to run. Uh, his name was. Oh, they didn't didn't they give him a super forgettable intro too? And you're like, oh yeah, that guy's not gonna survive. Yeah, he got like the <laughs> shortest intro over there. Like, oh like less than way, Katana. <laughs> that's that's slipknot over there. He he's angry sometimes. Oh, he's dead. Don't worry about it. Sorry for introducing him in the first place. Anyways, yeah, movie's bad, but I'm so excited for the sequel because it's got some good sequels, more be smart, good. better people behind it. Yeah. I'm I'm I <clears throat> This movie I'm made not three excited. quarters of a billion dollars at the box office. Three quarters of a billion dollars for Suicide Squad. Yeah. I you know what how, many, how many people would take their money back? I want... Did I see it? I can't remember. I don't think I saw this movie in theater. But if oh, I did, I would want my money back. Yeah. I, uh, I remember when I first saw the trailers for this, and I was like, oh, they're just doing the Guardians of the Galaxy thing. Like, they're mixing classic music like fun, upbeat, classic music with superheroes. Like they're just like, I feel like they made the trailer and then saw Guardians of the Galaxy and then remade the trailer again. Cause the trailer came out pretty soon after Guardians came out. Yeah. I'm, but, I gotta tell you, I'm, I really wish for the new one, they had recast Rick flag. I agree. I agree. I don't Maybe like Joel Kinnaman. Joel Kinnaman is like, did you ever watch Ed, Ed and Eddie? Is he the tall one? No. Joel Kinnaman reminds me of Plank. Oh, I don't know who Plank is. He's like the, he's he's the piece of wood that one of the kids just kids just oh. talks to. <laughs> his imaginary friend. Yeah. Uh that's quite a dig. 
I, uh, I'm not going to argue with you. And like, I don't like that. I don't like him because I don't have a good reason. I don't, but yeah, he just, he's just kind of flat. He's just a really flat actor. I just don't find him charismatic or relatable or particularly convincing, which are good yeah. qualities to have. He kind of, he kind of, he worked in, um, altered carbon because the character is sort of like flat and uninteresting. Um, high, praise, high praise from Mike. No, it's a great, it's a great show. It's a, and it's a better book. Um, yeah. But I think Kinnaman was a decent casting for that. If you ever watch it, but yeah, this All not right. so much. Next one, Mike, what do you got? All right. Number 16. See. Number 16. <laughs> I'm already this mad. One off- this one offends me greatly. Yep. Same. I mean, it, it should probably be on this list, but it's not worse than suicide squad. Not worse than Green Lanterns. Not worse than Dong of Justin. We have another great Ryan Reynolds movie. Blade Trinity. Blade. Uh, 2004. This was, uh, I mean, it was the weakest of the three, but it was still pretty good. Yeah. Like, I I think think all, all, I think all three Blade movies were fun. Yep. I agree. Um, I mean, Jessica Biel was in this one and she was kicking ass. Ryan Reynolds was great in this. He was quipping and killing, and it was great. I mean, Wesley Snipes gives the exact same performance three movies in a row, so you can't really complain about that if you like the first two. Yeah. Um, I got to admit that I don't I don't know jack about Blade the comic, but I did like all three of these movies. Yeah. Um, I yeah, mean, this, come on, what's wrong with this fine. guy? This got a this got a fifty seven percent. On Rotten Tomatoes, it did. Yeah, where does where do you read that? No, this got twenty five percent, homie. You, that you're talking about Blade Two. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people. I don't know. I don't know why people did. You know what I think happened here? I'm gonna I'm gonna guess. I, I like trying to explain bad movies. We might do. I gotta admit though that it's probably something. been. It's probably been the better part of a decade since I've watched it. Well, I watched it within the last ten months. And I can tell you that your memory is probably good because it's totally fine. Um, I think what happened is that when we get when we get sequels, we get mad and we get and we're like, no, stop it. Don't we already we don't need more. Blah, blah. They're going to ruin it. Like we get all negative about sequels in general. Like if I told you tomorrow that they were going to make a freaking I don't know. I'm looking at my movies. I was going to say Wanted 2, but I feel like you might be down for Wanted 2. I'd be down for Wanted 2. Yeah. I don't know. If they're going to make a new Indiana Jones movie, you would come at it from a place of like, why? No, stop it. And I think that that kind of happens with, has happened with sequels and reboots. And that's not a perfect analogy, but the point is that when this came out, people were probably mad before it even, before anyone even saw it. Maybe, but I think they made these movies so quick. Back to back. I mean, all three movies came out within what six years of each other. Uh, well, and the first, the first, yeah, the first Blade was ninety eight, and the third was two thousand four. So that's about a pretty three. good. I can't. I mean, I don't. I mean, I was, I was, I was a wee youngin back then, in yeah. like middle school and high school, when these movies came out. I will but say this: this I don't, movie I don't this remember movie people fits. being. I was just gonna say this movie fits in the '90s. Like this, the tone of this movie fits the whole, um, like early 2000, like like the year 2001 back to 1997. 
like the vibe of this movie fits in that time period. Whereas 2004, we had started to come out of that. And so maybe people were just over this type of movie. But watching maybe. it now, it, like 1998 and 2004 feel the same to me on, on video. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they totally do. So I, I, I don't remember people being as like emotionally invested in the Blade trilogy to not, to not want a Blade 3. It's kind of like uh, it always struck me as sort of like a. Like uh, Underworld. Like Underworld, exactly. I was thinking, or yeah. Resident Evil. It's like, yeah. sure, I'm not asking for another, but I'm, right. I'm not so connected to this series that if you make another, I'm yeah, like, I'm, I'm not going to be feelings either way. Like the 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 IP isn't so precious to me that I'm going to get fucking upset if you ruin it. Yeah, <laughs> but this was a fine. Like, this, I mean, it's a fine movie. It's yeah, it's, it's definitely cheesy, not worth worse but... than Suicide Squad. Or Green Lantern. It's yeah. worse than Gro- Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider so far is the best movie that we've gone over. I would definitely agree with you for sure. Um, all right. So let's go on to the next one. Uh, number 15 on the list, 1997, Spawn. Spawn. I, it's probably been since 1997 since I watched this movie. <laughs> Same, dude. I don't. I, I honestly don't have much to say about it. Me neither. This is going to be a quick one for us because all I remember is some like insanely horrible cgi like legendarily bad cgi and a confusing storyline i was pretty young when i would have seen this so it's probably not no it probably was the movie's fault if it's this bad so yeah i pretty bad they're making a new one though so maybe that'll be good yeah i can't believe that michael jai white was in this movie as like that he was spawn yeah he, he was uh... he was not the problem at all yeah, I oh, just he, I just didn't I just forgot didn't realize that that was Michael Jai White. Yeah, he makes a lot of uh, like um, a lot of like somewhat B plus rated kung fu movies these days. Interesting, I did not know that. Oh, the next one, I'm heated. Yeah, this is the one where I told you I was like I'm offended by what's on this list. Oh, this it is? is as far as I made it. All right, we're we're mad, you guys. Two thousand and three. Number 14 on the list. The, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <sighs> this one shouldn't be on the list. I'm not going to sit here and preach to you about how that this is a fantastic movie. Right. Well, we're not but liars. This is better than Ghost Rider. Yep. I agree. This movie takes, I mean, first of all, to the to the initiated, it's LXG. I'm kidding. I never called that. I think that's stupid. But um, this movie's dope. It's it takes it's got like all these different mm-hmm. characters with their own unique vibes, and they do them they do them justice. Like, like I feel like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde have been done a few times on screen, and this has always been my favorite. And, For sure. And like like Captain Nemo, same thing. Like Captain Nemo, yeah. I don't think I w- I would love to see like a Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea live action with like a great director behind it. Oh my God, did you make any? Any one of that dude's uh what was the uh what was that author? Jules Verne. Jules Verne. I feel like uh, why is the Jules Verne universe not a thing? I don't know. Ask friggin' <laughs> what's his name? Brandon Brandon Fraser. Ask, <laughs> That's ask not him. Brandon Fraser's fault. I'm still mad I don't have a Journey to the Center of the Earth movie and I want it. Um anyways, so yeah, the like this movie's dope. This like, movie's fun. It's so much fun. I put yeah. this on the level of like uh 
like the Jumanji reboots. It's just fun. It's got these cool characters. It's super fantastical. Yeah. It's it's so much fun. And like you're right, each character is is unique and well written enough to like yep. be separate and fun. Yeah. And like I came out of this movie wanting another one. Yeah, exactly. Same. Boy, were we wrong. <laughs> like, Boy, were we wrong. <laughs> How apparently dumb! How dumb are we? We apparently should. We shouldn't even. We should probably cancel the podcast. We clearly <laughs> don't know anything about movies. Yeah, for real. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we both like this one. This is a good movie. It should not be on this list at all. No, I. I, I We're gonna get to the end of this. I can't wait to see. What I loved. Not. I love this. Sean Connery as Alan Quartermain. Like, I know. So great. <laughs> um. Anyways. I got a 17% on Rotten Tomato. I am so offended. What the fuck is wrong with people? I don't know. Rotten Tomatoes sucks. I hate I hate Rotten Tomatoes because people don't know what it means. That's what I hate about it. Like when it says 17% on Rotten Tomatoes, that doesn't mean that the average person gives it a 1.7 out of 10. It means that 17% of people that saw it said it was good. And that other people just weren't willing to say it was good. So 83% weren't willing to say this is good. Above or below 50%. So that doesn't mean I it's mean, like the worst movie ever. It just means that people tend to agree it's not good. <laughs> I mean, I see, yeah, I, I mean, I see the point you're trying to make, but saying 83% of people aren't willing to say this movie is good is not like a great thing to describe your movie as. <laughs> no, it's not, a, it's not a very good way to defend a movie. I just, I do dislike how the people use that percentage score and many, many people don't understand what it truly means. Eight and a half, eight and a half people out of 10 will not agree. This movie is great. Yeah. So there, so there, <laughs> the average audience score was a 44%, which just on, still seems on low. I don't know. So maybe it. that is low, but that's not like insane, right? So the average person on Rotten Tomatoes gave it a four and a half out of ten. It's not that crazy. There's a lot worse movies. Um, anyways. All right. <coughs> Coming oh up next, gosh. number. Th- you got number it. thirteen. I'm not at all surprised this movie is on this, this list. Is this a list of the best comic book movies, and they just got a few <laughs> of them wrong? <laughs> I'm so- not at all surprised this movie is on this list, even though it's fantastic. In 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 the best. Sylvester Stallone kind of way. And if that wasn't a dead giveaway, we're talking about 1995's Judge Dredd. I watched this movie like six months ago and it's so good. (laughs) It's it's not so, okay, I'll be honest. It's not so good. It's just like so fun to watch these 95 cheesy action, these 90s cheesy action movies. And this is just like one of the more memorable ones. This was peak Stallone. Yeah, I will. I will give the, I'll defend it being on this list by saying that like some of the like special effects and sets and like vehicles were just real, real, real bad. But um, yeah. Look, I'm I'm kind of offended by this sentence right here, though. Judge well, Jed received negative reviews from both fans and critics alike for being unfaithful to the source material. Which I'll be honest with you, I don't know much about the Judge Dredd comics. It's a movie, and- so of course it was. And didn't and it didn't help that the acting was pretty atrocious across the board. You know you're in trouble when Rob Schneider is one of the top build stars. 
I guess I can't be offended by that. Yeah, I mean, look, okay, let's come back down to reality. This is not a good movie, but <laughs> it definitely belongs on this list. But yeah. it is we have a fond it, place in our hearts for it. Is it worse than Suicide Squad? No. Yes, it is. Mm. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. I'll admit it is. Um, Maybe it is. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, right. they, they made another version of it that everybody liked. So, yeah. Um, anyways. Coming up next. Coming up next. Uh, Nick Cage, congratulations. You made your second appearance on the list. Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance from 2012. I can't honestly remember if I saw this one. Must not be great. Um, I don't think I did. Yep. I uh, I did see this one a couple times, and it is not as good as the first one. I remember some people saying it was better than the first one, and me being like, "What? Are you okay?" But uh, yeah, I uh, I'm a pretty big movie fan, pretty big comic book guy. I don't remember anything about this. I've seen this movie three times for sure, minimum three times, no question. I own it. I don't remember what it's about. <laughs> so yeah i have no idea i remember some improvements in the cgi in this one that looked really good though so there you go i don't have much to add honestly i i, I got nothing for you all right next up <laughs> oh yeah. get the fuck out of here i, I definitely this, haven't seen this one yet i own this movie too <laughs> i know you did uh, yeah i'm not surprised <laughs> uh 1986 the year the year of our Lord, 1986, the year Mike and I were brought into this world. Uh, Howard the Duck came out um, and got itself number 11 on this list. First of all, this movie is... Wasn't this like considered the worst comic book movie ever made until like the most recent Punisher came out? How is it at number 11 and not number two? This is the first comic book movie ever made. Um, it's not. It's not? No. no, no, the first the first Marvel movie. Oh, because like the Superman movies no, came out Superman, like the decade yeah, before. Yeah. <laughs> no, the first sorry, the first Marvel movie. Uh, this is where the MCU got its start, so I think it deserves a little bit of credit for kicking off the MCU. Thank you very much. <laughs> only uh, took him, <laughs> only took him twenty more years, twenty two more years to actually get it off the ground. <laughs> but uh, you had to start somewhere. Uh, no, this is this is George Lucas, um, you know, trying to find something to do with his time after Star Wars. And, you know, I own this because I think it's just great, but I like it in part because it's terrible. So not agreeing that it's terrible would be silly. Um, yeah, it's it's insane. It's it's just like one of those movies that you're just like, I can't I just can't believe this exists when you watch it. But it's I don't know. It's entertaining. It's very fun. It's a very fun movie. Um, and just when you think you know how wacky the movie's gonna be, you're like, oh my gosh! Like at first, you're like, holy cow! Look at this costume! Look at this live action duck! This is crazy! And then you're like, oh okay, there's duck boobs. There's literally a topless duck with humanoid boobs in this movie. And you're like, oh that's crazy! This movie's not gonna get crazier than that. And then you're like, oh this human woman has fallen for this duck man, and they're gonna do it. Okay, they're doing it. Wow, this won't get weirder than that. It just keeps upping itself. It just keeps one upping itself throughout the movie and ends with like a crazy electricity filled finale. Um, yeah. 
it's it's wacky as hell um but it is bad i will admit but it's fun to watch it is bad yep so it deserves to be on the list um all right 2008 mike the year that iron man came out oh boy (laughs) you don't want to come out the same year as iron man if you're a comic book movie um because you're not likely to to keep up with that one did you ever see this this movie i never did uh i did is so boring it's called the spirit uh came out in 2008 and this one and max Payne. bleed so it's got sammy jackson me. it's got sam jackson and scarjo in it like how could it be bad i know and sarah paulson yeah even I mean, it's got a good cast you skip eva mendez and go to sarah paulson i just <laughs> <laughs> Because I know you'd say it. <laughs> there, that's good. That's a good lead in. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I don't remember much about it at all. I just remember it was really boring and I didn't like it. And it bleeds together with Max Payne in my head. And not Max Payne, um, uh, the Sin City. Sin City, Spirit, Max Payne are all just like dark comic book adaptations that I don't like. Yeah, Sin City was like visually entertaining. Like I loved like the colors of it and stuff. And I thought it was a very interesting visually movie. Like visually it was a very interesting movie, but yeah, it would have made a great YouTube video. I couldn't even tell you what it was about. No, like the the style, the style of the movie was so like foreign to me. Maybe if I watched it now, I'd get it. Yeah. Um, But I want to say I've watched it twice before. It's been years since I have, and I don't know what it's about. I haven't seen it in forever too, but um, yeah, I think it would have been a great 10 minute long YouTube video that would have, I think it's about things about the guy wants to protect Jessica Alba, but then like maybe the mobs coming after him, but then I don't know. Big yellow head, big yellow head man's bad guy. I don't remember the big yellow head guy. Well, maybe there is not one, Um, but I, but I don't know where like Elijah, like the cannibal Elijah, like Frodo fits in. Forgot about it. I don't know. Like, I don't know how he's even in the movie. Yeah. I don't know what that movie's about. It's interesting to watch, but I don't know what it is. Maybe it's on the list. Uh, probably not. Um, anyways, this is bad, and we've already talked about it for too long. Um, this next one, I wanted to rewatch recently, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it. My favorite basketball player of all time is Shaq, and he made a movie called Steel in 1997. Um, very loosely based on the comic book, like very very loosely based on the comic book and it turns out that uh basketball players are bad actors because they're not actors in fact and that to have one of them lead your whole movie is not a great idea and to make the movie you know fill it with other corny bad performances also doesn't help so yep pretty bad (laughs) did you ever see this yep I've never seen it. I, I'm just reading this final sentence uh, that says, in an interesting twist, Steel premiered only days after Spawn, meaning that Shaq just missed the opportunity of being the first African-American man to star as a major superhero in a live-action film. Oh, that makes me mad. Now I wish it would have come out. A couple days? Oh, come on. That, that upsets me. I'd have loved it, for him to. And he's a couple and he's a couple spots worse than Spawn too. Yeah. The double dinger. 
or better, depending on if you're trying to win this list or not. Um, I haven't seen the next movie. What is it, Mike? Uh, <laughs> I've never seen it. Uh, have I seen this? Is this the one? This isn't the one with Richard Pryor in it. No, that was three. We got Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, which, yeah, I don't think I've seen. I think I've seen three, which has Richard Pryor in it, which is already not great. This one, yeah. Um, a movie so bad that it essentially killed live-action super movie, Superman movies for nearly 20 years. Wow. Yeah, that says a lot. Is this the one where you see the clip of the cellophane S? Like he takes the cellophane Superman logo, he like rips it off his chest and like throws it at a bad guy and it like gets bigger and then like captures the bad guy or something. I think I have this no is idea. A, that sounds amazing. Uh Google cellophane S or like Superman cellophane S. I think that's I think that's in this movie. I've never seen it though. How do you spell cellophane with a C? Yeah. Like cello. You should play along at home. Google, we're Googling cellophane S. Um, cellophane Superman S. Oh, was it in Superman 2? Oh, they're saying it was in Superman 2. Oh. Well, there's a 14 second clip of it on YouTube. It's the first result. I'm watching it. <laughs> I like Superman. I, I like Superman too, even if this was potentially a weird thing. <laughs> That's so stupidest thing i've ever seen <laughs> did you watch it this is incredible <laughs> like even 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 lois is like what the hell did you just do yeah <laughs> <laughs> like you can shoot lasers out of your eyes you have freeze breath just real strong so many options yeah, I'm go with the Go Go Gadget Cellophane S. So this movie doesn't even have that in it, and it still made it on the list. Wow, impressive. Yeah. All right, number seven on the list. Uh, I think this movie is bad, but not this bad. It's better. This movie is better than Suicide Squad. This movie is better than Steel. Uh, better than Spirit. Probably better than Howard the Duck. Yeah, this movie's too low on this list for me. Uh, but it's it's Jonah Hex from You have to tell me about this movie. I did I one did not know this was a superhero movie, and I never saw yeah. it. Um I don't I don't know quite why people hate it. Let's see What's what it they about? say about it. I mean it's about Jonah Hex. So he's like he's a guy that like okay. he can talk to people after they're dead. So and then ask them like, hey, who killed you? And they'll just like tell him. And so, but it's like based on the comic book. Um, and so sure. that ability is not written in for the movie. Um, but it just, I don't know. Apparently they're saying here that it introduces. Dude, it's got Josh Brolin and, and John Malkovich. How can this possibly be a bad movie? Well, it could still be bad, but how could it be this bad? And actually Megan Fox is not, this is far from her worst performance. So I I just disagree with it being this low. I think people are just like, don't take this movie seriously because they don't feel like it or something. But I don't know. I think you should watch it for yourself and decide. But um, Look, I mean, this screenshot right here that they took from it just looks so epic. It's like Josh Brolin and this like cowboy duster with a flamethrower. Yeah. Wait, how cool is that? 
Yeah. I think that's I think they salvaged something that's like totally watchable. But who knows? It's short too. It's 81 minutes. <laughs> Jeez. Like shortest superhero movie of all time. This movie is approximately 10 minutes longer than Land Before Time. <laughs> if I had to guess off the top of my head. <laughs> Yeah, dude. The next movie proves it. They just made a list of the best movies and they titled the article wrong. This is a list of the best superhero movies and they just got a few spots wrong. Are you kidding me? Batman and Robin, nineteen ninety seven. This is a travesty. This movie's amazing. This is <laughs> legitimately my. <sighs> so, if people don't know, this is this is so this is Batman and Robin. With George George Clooney, this yep. is the nipples Batman. Yep. With Iceman, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. If that's just for if you are like me and those '90s Batman movies just all run together, <laughs> they don't for me. I love they do. the '90s Batman movies. So do I, but I can't remember the differences between them. I can't remember which ones are George Clooney and which ones are Val Kilmer. Which bad guys belong to which Superman? They all run together for me, but I did which like them all. Which bad guys belong to which Superman <laughs> in these Batman movies? <laughs> oh shit! No, um. So the this is this is my favorite Batman movie of all time. If you just are you like Brian, I'm gonna shoot you in the head if you don't sit down and watch a Batman movie right now. I'm watching this one. You're gonna watch this one. Or you're not gonna watch Batman Forever. No, I'm gonna watch this one. I don't believe you. It's either this or Batman Forever. <laughs> <laughs> but this and Batman Forever are the two best Batman movies of all time. I I think that the Arnold Schwarzenegger running around going dropping freezing puns, cold cold weather puns <laughs> is fantastic. It's, it's so, so good. funny. It's so and dumb. Like, Poison Ivy in this is dope. I can't wait to see Poison Ivy in live action again. She's one of my favorite DC villains slash now sort of hero characters ever i really like poison ivy a lot and um i guess it jungle bright tracks right um but yeah oh, quick this, this movie's great it is great what do you think uh so so poison ivy she loves yes. plants plants she wants plants to retake the world right what do you think a modern version of poison ivy would be do you think she'd be a scientist do you think she'd be a hippie She'd be a scientist. What do you think? You think yeah, so? She, yeah, she'd be like a global warming scientist. Yeah. Yeah. And just trying to get plants to, to to take back over the world. Yeah. Unless you went young with her. If you went young, then she'd be like a college age like activist student that was like super activist. And then just went kind of yeah. Kind of went a little bit dark side with her. Well, yeah. I mean, there's an accident, right? Like, you know, you get a bump on the head and you get superpowers. There's always an accident. So, you know, she's doing her thing. She's being proactive. She's out there. She's, you know, probably she's probably the one in charge of some of the protests and stuff. And then there's like a earthquake. And then, you know, she trips and falls in a crack and gets some radioactive goo poured on her. And there's plants down there with her. And now she's poison ivy. So, yeah, there's it's not just like a villain turn. It's a genetic change. True. And then, um, yeah. But anyways, I think, and that's kind of what happens in this one, right? There's like her lab falls, yeah, that's right, implodes in on her, and like her experiments pour down on her, and then she comes out like, you know, 
way cooler. Yeah. I don't know if I'm into like the double horns look that she chose with her hair, but other than that, pretty dope. It's a good movie. And and, and you're right. The the Arnold Schwarzenegger ice punch are great. Everybody <laughs> chill. <laughs> oh, I'm going to give you the cold shoulder. It's like he wrote him himself. I wonder, I wonder if they God, wrote I hope he did. puns. Like, I like times. to imagine that they were like, no, dude, we can't fill this movie with puns. We're not going to do that. I like, I like they finished the script. I'm not going to be in the movie then. I know. I just like them having a script without puns and him putting them all in himself. He improved. This is my new favorite thought experiment. Arnold improved all of his chill puns. Yeah, and he just, he just, re- he just refused to do extra takes after he did the pun <laughs> take. No, we got the shot. Next, I'll be in my trailer. I'm going to be in my trailer. Do not come and get me unless it's the next shot. If you want me to reshoot the pun, I will do it. But that is all. <laughs> if you have a better pun, I'm open to suggestions. Um. <laughs> It's so stupid, but I can totally see him doing that. Just like yeah. my headcanon for Arnold Schwarzenegger's personality is that. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So this is bull. This is do not come list. and get me. <laughs> or if you want help writing your own puns for something else, I will help you. Um, <laughs> but number six on this list, like get out of here. Are you kidding me? This is the best movie we've talked about. No, we just did number six. We're on number five. No, Batman and Robin is number six. And I'm mad about it. Like, that's the best movie on this list. Oh, yeah. Number six. I thought you were going on to the next one. <laughs> no. I like this. Is no, better it, than, yeah. This is better than yeah. Leaving Extraordinary Gentlemen. It is. Yeah. So they're wrong. All right. Number five. Pfft, not surprised at all on this one. This one fits. No argument here. Yeah, um, I didn't. I didn't see this one, and I remember. You want to borrow it? I own it. No, <laughs> I, think I own like all of these movies. Just about. Um, I I got it in a pack. I got it in a Marvel movie pack. The movie is Electra from two thousand five. Uh, three years before Iron Man. Three years bi. Um. Before I got, Iron Man. <laughs> I, I, I I got that's, that's the standard. That's the like. <laughs> it is. Iron Man was the first great comic book movie, right? Sure. It's definitely like it birthed the first. new wave of comic book movies. Yeah. This one, it, Daredevil wasn't bad. I would not be surprised to see <sighs> Daredevil under this one in the next four spots or next yeah, five spots. Um, oh, but I got a I got a movie pack. I was telling you the reason I own this is because I have a like a twelve pack of Marvel films behind me. It's got all three original X Men films, both Daredevil and Elektra, and both the original Fantastic Four movies. <laughs> so you know, good value. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this Elektra. You said you didn't see it. No. It's very bad. This, it's okay. in the right, I can tell. Yeah, it's in the right place uh, on this list. Um, Jennifer Garner, for me, has never been the most engaging, charismatic, interesting actress. I mean, I'm sure there are roles that are exceptions to that comment. But, um, I yeah, I don't think she helps what's already a pretty boring, bad script. There's some interesting moments with the villains in this, like some weird CGI stuff in the forest. 
Uh, there's like a guy. He's there's a character who's like tattoos come to life and attack you. It's kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, this is pretty forgettable and bad. And I'm I'm not mad about where it is. Yep. Next. <laughs> Wait, wasn't this like the start? Because weren't weren't Ben Affleck and Jennifer Gardner married? Was this the start of Benifer? I mean, I don't think so. Well, the Daredevil was probably the start of Benifer because he wasn't even in this movie. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah you can even Daredevil. you couldn't even bring Daredevil back, and he was dating your lead. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, right. Never seen. What we next got one. next. Yeah, there's. Yeah, there's me neither. No idea. 1984's Supergirl. Yeah. This like I'm so I'm uncomfortable by this shot that they used in the article. Is it the ribs? She's just like it's the ribs, it's the it's the Popeyes in the background. It's the biscuits. I was going to ask you <laughs> is it the biscuits? It's the it's the it's the Popeyes <laughs> marquee that says love yeah. that chicken. <laughs> yep, love that chicken. Just a picture of Superwoman. You're meant to just be looking at Superwoman, but your eyes go straight to love that chicken. <laughs> it's just it's it's Supergirl just like staring at the camera, or I guess right above the camera to presumably somebody standing behind the camera. Yeah. And she's looking super like neutral but aggressive. She looks disgruntled. And she's standing in front of a Popeyes that yeah, that right next right off her left shoulder says drive up window and then it's the marquee that says love that chicken (laughs) and it's (laughs) it's so bad (laughs) yeah and so this is all we have to base our opinions on this movie on because we've not seen it so uh i think it's in the right place based on this photograph yeah but look at this look at this cast though faye dunaway Mm. mia farrow and Peter O'Toole. I mean, these wow. are like some says, heavy hitters. It says all appearing in this clunker. <laughs> these are some absolute dynamite heavy hitters for the time. Yeah, for sure. That is crazy. <laughs> Peter O'Toole uh, is was, was a fantastic actor, appeared in a lot of terrific movies. Uh, yeah, this is <laughs> crazy. I'd be down to watch this. I'm curious. I'd sit through. It. I am curious. I would watch this. I really yeah, want to need... see this. I really want to see this scene, though. Is this from a scene or is this like a bad promotional image? Man, I really hope it's a, a scene. scene. It's a scene. I have to see this. I want to see this scene. Who is she staring down in a Popeye's parking lot? <laughs> Popeye's parking lot. <laughs> yeah, I want to watch this. I want to go back and watch all the OG Superman movies. And then watch this. That'd it does. It, it, uh, <laughs> does it have Christopher Reeve in it? It, is, it looks like it says it does. No, it does it? I just think it says it's a spinoff of his movies. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. The effects are cheesy and Supergirl's wide-eyed, cheery heroine simply isn't interesting to watch for an hour and a half. That's what the critic consensus was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I'm sold. Let's watch it. I'm sold. <laughs> I want to. I really just want to see what Faye Dunaway, Mira Farrow, and Peter O'Toole do in this movie. And I need to see this Popeyes parking watch lot them, scene. Watch them all be in the same <laughs> scene inside the Popeyes, like just like sitting down eating, or one of them's like ordering food. Like Mia Farrow is working behind the counter. 
Like <laughs> they're all in one quick scene, so technically they're in it. Peter O'Toole's just like some grandpa walking by. He like plays the uh uh the Stan Lee type role. He's like, Oh, what's going on over here? <laughs> no, you know what it is? Is there's probably a scene where she has to save like stop an airplane from falling because in every Superman anything there's always an airplane flying out of the sky. I don't sure think that yeah. happens as much as they think it happens, but <laughs> um just to catch an airplane and it's gonna fall on like a Hollywood lot. And so those three are filming a movie together and they get saved. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Um, how about the next one? You seen it? 2015's Fantastic. If you look at the movie poster, it's called Fantastic. If you look at Wikipedia, it's called Fantastic Four. Uh, I. But fans did, have dubbed it Fantastic. I did not see 2015's Fantastic Four. It looked bad. You're I right. Already, I still, I did, I, I still have the bad taste in my mouth of Fantastic Four two. I didn't like Fantastic Four one. I'm still bitter about Fantastic Four two. I didn't want to watch this one. It's definitely the biggest gap between how cool they are in the comics and how bad their movies are because Fantastic Four is should be really easy to adapt in my opinion, but they struggle. Yeah, I, don't, I don't get it. <clears throat> I think the first couple aren't aren't nearly as bad as this one. This is I I rarely will be like don't even waste your time, but on this one, don't waste your time. I was proud of myself cuz I heard this was terrible right out of the gate and you know how much self-control it takes for me to not go see a new superhero movie in theaters. And I yeah. didn't go see it. I was like, okay, if it's really this bad, then I'm not going to give them my money. And I like waited till I could watch it for free. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, that sucks. And then I watched it again like a year and a half ago or a year ago. And I was like, yeah, yeah, confirmed. Still sucks. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. I'm honestly surprised. And have you scrolled down anymore to any of the other ones? Don't do it Uh, if you haven't. No, there's one I know is going to be on here that I've never seen before. That you know is going to be on here? It's on every... Whenever people talk about the worst movies... Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Captain America from 1990. So I know that's one of the next two, but... Oh, that's not the one I was thinking of. Oh. Um, But yeah... I was honestly surprised that... um, One of the other two Fantastic Fours weren't on this list. Because I will submit, without seeing this movie or a few other movies on this list, that the boss fight from the first fantastic more uh, first fantastic four movie is the worst boss fight of any superhero movie I've ever seen. What are you talking about? It's the most efficient boss fight ever. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you ever played a video game and you go into a boss fight, but you know, but you know what the secret combo is to beating the boss before you even start. Like that's how (laughs) the boss fight goes. The movie was already somewhat not great. But man, yeah. what a what a lame ending to a movie. Yeah, I feel like the was. entire all three fantastic. At least movies, those movies have like personality. They have an identity and that they stick to. They like they live in their own world well enough. As far as I'm concerned, all three Fantastic Four movies should be on this list, even if they're all under the same heading. Uh, I'm still mad at number two for butchering Galactus. Yeah, I'm mad. At, I was gonna say I could get behind two being on the list, but I don't think one should be on this list. I actually like one. I think it's okay. It's not anywhere near what I want from a Fantastic Four movie. Like someday there will be 
a really good Fantastic Four movie, hopefully. But um, I Dude, think the original also, first one's okay. Shout out to Chris Evans for playing two Marvel superheroes. I know. Um, and then, yeah, and then, I mean, looking at this Fantastic poster, you've got Michael B. Jordan, who I often get confused for in pictures. Um, he played Johnny Storm, and then he went on to play Eric Killmonger. Double Marvel as well. There's a lot of that. We could do a whole episode on on people that have been in multiple comic book movies. But um, this movie sucks. It's just like so all over the place and random and the story makes no sense like the the final like i'm not i'm gonna i'm gonna spoil this i don't care um like the final like scene of the movie like the big penultimate act three begins by with them getting drunk and deciding to play with this machine that can like teleport them to some other dimension or planet they don't even know what (laughs) <laughs> like so they like get drunk and take off and then more shenanigans ensue and like doom is terrible he just looks like he's covered in a melted plastic like black trash bag like Wait, doom's in this movie yeah he looks like garbage and he's not interesting um yeah it's bad don't watch it it's just this is one of the prime examples of, like this movie had more on set issues than any movie I've ever heard of. This movie looks like a Star Wars movie. This makes the Star Wars movie looks like smooth sailing, well planned out, like perfect production. Hmm. Like just so much behind the scenes garbage, like Josh Trank getting in fights with people, getting mad at, at the um, studio for interfering, the studio interfering all the time, like just horrible. So, which sucks because the cast is actually really, really good. But you know, sometimes bad bad people are in or good people are in bad things. That's true. Right. That happens all the time. So before oh, you scroll down. I already did. Oh no. Hold on. Let me guess. So you <laughs> don't say anything. I haven't scrolled down yet. Okay. We got two more spots left. So you're you say that one you're, you say that one of them's gonna be the the Captain America movie. I think so. I think that'll be number one. My guess is that <laughs> one of them has to be the second Punisher movie. No. People, did you know people... You're talking about Punisher Warzone? Yeah, that is one of the worst rated movies of all time. No, people like that movie. No, they don't. People like that movie more than the Thomas Jane Punisher, which is incorrect opinion, but that's the thing. No, they don't. <laughs> when you see number two, you're going to be like, this is correct. <laughs> Scroll down. No, but one of these movies... No, one of these movies has to be Warzone. Punisher it's not. Warzone. It's not. It's going to be this, and then I bet you it's going to be the Captain America movie. Which I, I think that's... You bring up an incredible gripe. The fact that Punisher Warzone's not on here, for me, is insane. Um, I'm, scrolling, I'm scrolling down. Scroll down. So, I have not seen this movie. <laughs> it's so <laughs> terrible. Like... I remember, I remember hearing about how bad this movie was. Yeah. We're talking about Halle Berry for the third time tonight. We are. <laughs> we are. This is a Halle Berry episode. I'm just going to put episode 23, semicolon, Halle Berry. <laughs> like, um, I'll give her this, though. She looks amazing in the costume. She's three for three. Halle Berry, good job. But 
this movie is just hot garbage. It's so Cap. nonsensical and bad and poorly written. The dialogue's in, intolerable. Like it's if just you, if you haven't caught on, awful. we're talking about Catwoman 2004. Yep. Oh, that's right. We didn't even say that. I was just <laughs> rambling. It's so so bad. Was this really 2004? God, God, I thought this was like way. I thought this came out when we were in college. This movie was just like Halle Berry at the at the height of her sexy powers, and they were like, "We need to put her in sexy costumes. What do we do?" And so they made this whole movie just to put Halle Berry in sexy costumes. That's the only reason this movie exists. Yeah, it's so bad. The yeah, CGI, the CGI is terrible. The storyline is garbage. I mean, Halle Berry's performance is fine. So good job. She's a good actress. That's not surprising. Man, Michelle, but, I haven't seen this one, but I just remember Michelle Pfeiffer in Batman Returns was such a good and creepy yeah. uh, Catwoman. She's the perfect Selena Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, like Selena Kyle needs to walk the line between like, are you about to betray me and literally kill me? Or are you going to help me? Or are you all about what's in it for you? Or like, you're, she's supposed to be like mysterious and creepy, just like Michelle Pfeiffer was. This movie, the, however, she's just a hero the whole time. She at no point is mysterious or creepy. She gets an edgier haircut than she has in the beginning of the movie. Um, but it's pretty terrible. <laughs> it's like about a makeup company, dude. There's like... This, the evil villain is going to sell makeup that has poison in it or something. It's very bad. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, it's not Halle Berry's fault. I will give her that. It's not your fault, Halle Berry. Look, if the next movie is not Punisher Warzone, I'm flipping my table. I'm telling you, I'm going to be right. You're not going to be right. You can't. You it's going physically to be, Mike, cannot be right. Mike, 1990s Captain America always gets talked about as the worst movie ever. It's literally as no, if you and I bought a costume and made a movie with a 10-year-old cell phone. Punisher Warzone is literally amongst the list of worst movies ever made. It has to be next. It's not. Like is, it. Maybe, maybe Captain America is so bad it doesn't even count as a movie. I'm scrolling down. Let's do it. Oh my God! Oh wow, 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 wow! What is it, Mike? So tell, the, tell the people. Tell the people what I'm, movie is it? I'm so upset right now. What movie is number one on the list? It's Punisher Warzone. No, it's not. <laughs> it's 1990s Captain America. I'm so upset. Punisher Warzone is <laughs> the worst movie ever made. Every single movie on this list is better than Punisher Warzone. Dude, Punisher Warzone has defenders. I'm not one of them at all, but... They should all be caught and shot. Punisher Warzone has a 5.9 out of 10 on IMDb. It has a 29%, it has a 29 on Rotten Tomatoes. That is that is impossible. No, it's not. That's the truth. Google users. 82% of Google users liked this movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. Off. I hate Punisher Warzone. I'm checking out. Punisher so, Warzone. The fact that Punisher Warzone is not on this list. and I can't believe it. Batman and Robin, Jonah Hex, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, like Ghost Rider. Like, come on. Those are on the list, but Punisher Warzone is not. That's insane. 
Anyways, the number one movie, worst comic movie of all time, except for Punisher Warzone, maybe, is Captain America, 1990. Um, the, the initial little blurb says, critic consensus, lacking a script, budget, direction, or star capable of doing justice to its source material, this Captain America should have been left under the ice. Yeah, doesn't have a script, no budget. It bar- I think what Mike said earlier, though, is valid. This almost shouldn't even count as a movie. This movie was literally made so that they didn't lose the rights to it or something. It's not a real movie to begin with. Yeah, didn't they do a Fantastic Four movie in the 80s too, just yep. so they didn't lose the rights? The Fantastic Four never got released, but they made it technically so they wouldn't lose rights to it. Oh. So I think this might be similar for this, but even if it's not, it's complete garbage. So I've never seen it. It just looks like a horrible fan film. Oh. So what else did they miss? I don't really have much else to say about bad Captain America. But Dude, how bad they, how bad is Catwoman? The Catwoman is number two to like basically a glorified fanfic. Yeah, it deserves to be. It's and horrible. same with like Fantastic Four, which is like a high budget. They spent probably a hundred million dollars on that movie. Yeah. And it's only two spots above a ten thousand dollar fanfic. And one spot below Supergirl and her biscuits. <laughs> Supergirl fighting in a Popeye's chicken parking lot. Um, I mean, Electra's number five. Electra's terrible. Honestly, after so after finishing the list, I think Dong of Justin could be higher on this list. Don, yeah, it should it should be higher. Ghost Rider should not be on this list. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen should not be on the list, especially when you consider who's not on this list. You're, t- you're telling me that X3 is not on this list? Or you're telling me that Dark Phoenix isn't on this list? Or Those the Punisher Warzone well, isn't actually, on this list? When was this list written? Because some Dark Phoenix might be too new for the list. But there's no excuse uh, for X3. Not That movie was terrible. Actually, this doesn't have a li- it doesn't have a date on it. No, it doesn't. Um, which means they're writing it. They just wrote today, probably. That's not true. <coughs> but anyways, yeah, some of the bad movies they forgot. Punisher Warzone is horrible. Um, X Men Three is awful. Just it's just so bad. Um, Dark Phoenix. I don't know if Dark Phoenix is one of the 20 worst of all time. It's not good, especially by today's standards, but I don't think it would be on the list. Um, what else? I don't know. I gotta you're, think still, maybe, you're I, still just blown away about Punisher Warzone. I got to think this list is a couple years old, because what's the newest movie on this list? Dong of Justin. 2016 but there's a few 2016s on here yeah there's Suicide nothing Squad after that, 2016 so. maybe this came out pretty recently maybe this maybe. came out before i don't know here's one from 2020 hmm. oh is this a clicking list oh i hate this Oh, yeah, so they get every click off of you? Yes. 
They have number Hancock number twenty. They have Hancock number twenty eight worst of all time. Hancock's good. Suicide Squad's number twenty seven. Then Dong of Justin. Then Venom. No. Ghost Rider. The Punisher. The Punisher was good. The Thomas Jane Punisher. Yeah, Superman, that was good. Yeah, Superman three. Dark Phoenix. They have number twenty one. Blade Trinity. Batman Forever. Ghost Rider two. Howard the Duck. I'm just gonna read the list. Superman three, like the Tobey Maguire Superman three. I second that. That movie's bad. You mean Spider Man three? <clears throat> what did I say? Superman. Oh yeah, Tobey Maguire Superman. <laughs> Here, oops. Yeah, Spider Man three is terrible. Uh, the Spirit. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm done. Oh no, it's the Michael Bay one. It's the Michael. We're Bay logging one. off. Oh, okay. Uh, which is still good, in my opinion. Um. Superman 4, The Amazing Spider-Man 2. What? Jonah Hex again. Hellboy? They have Hellboy as the 10th worst comic book movie of all time. Which which Hellboy? The first one. Not the reboot. No, the first regular. Oh, wait, no, maybe it is. No, you're right. It's the reboot. Because okay. I heard the reboot was pretty bad. You're right. It's the reboot, and that was pretty bad. I watched it thinking, like, they're being picky. I'll probably like this. And I was wrong. I did not like it. Uh, Steel, Batman and Robin, Zoom, <laughs> uh, Fantastic Four, Elektra, uh, Justice League, Captain America 1990 was number three, Catwoman number two, and they have number one going to Supergirl. But they also don't have Punisher Warzone on their top 30. This is unbelievable. Yeah, they, there's like a contingent of people that like that movie. We might have listeners that are going to be like, you guys are wrong. That movie's great. I disagree with you strongly. <laughs> that was fun, though. I liked going through that list. That was interesting. Um, I think, what do you want to watch the most out of that list that you haven't seen yet? Out of the list that we just did. Yeah. Do you want to watch uh, Popeye's Chicken Supergirl or Jonah Hex or... Catwoman. What are you most curious about? There's some movies I want to rewatch for sure. Like I would probably go back and I'd probably rewatch Ghost Rider. I'd I'd definitely rewatch Blade Trinity. I'd yeah. hecka rewatch League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Definitely. I'd rewatch Judge Dredd. Um I do want to watch Jonah Hex. I think you should watch but Jonah Hex. I'm actually curious to think what you would have to say about it or to hear what you'd. Yep. But you I'm get. probably going to have. I am most. I do want to watch Jonah Hex, but I am most curious about Supergirl. I have to watch this movie. Yeah, I'm curious about that, too. But I don't like want to watch that, it without watching the ones that come before it because it's a spinoff. I'm, I need to see what happens in the screenshot. <laughs> like Thanks. this is the most intriguing screenshot. There's, there's so much going on that I have to know. I'll tell you what happens. Do you want me to tell you what happens? No. I mean, what happens is they love that chicken. They love that chicken. I can't believe. It. I wish, <laughs> man. This is the this is the one drawback to podcasts is that I can't like show this picture to anybody this is such a I'll great share. picture 
I'll share it. When this goes up, the picture will go up on our Instagram and Twitter. It's just fucking. It's just. It's a Supergirl next to a Popeyes reader board that says "Love that chicken." I have to know what happens in this fucking scene. <laughs> All right, I'm saving the image now. I'm gonna put it up. I'll put it up. <clears throat> Um, so intrigued. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out. That was fun. That was fun. Uh, I want to know what you guys have to think. What, what you guys have to say, though? Like, what did? What else did you? What did you disagree with that was on that list? Did you disagree with me and Mike? Do you agree with me and Mike? Uh, what should have been on the list that wasn't? Um, send us an email. We would love to hear your thoughts and read them on the next episode. We could talk about it. Um, but moviejunglepod at gmail.com. Uh, you can reach out on Instagram or Twitter and also share your thoughts there. I will be posting this picture of Supergirl so you can go check it out. Um, and yeah, uh, that, that was a fun one. I am, I'm very curious to hear what you guys have to say on the topic. So Definitely. Yep. So anyways, uh, yeah, with that said, I think that's going to do it for us today. Don't forget to um, share the, the podcast with your friends and family um especially if they're not if they don't want to listen to it make sure you force it upon them um that's what good friends and family do um mike's nodding in approval um no uh follow us on social medias at the movie jungle and leave us a review um we'll we'll read the reviews on the podcast and uh anything else mike that's it you heard the man it's a jungle out there. Go watch a movie.